Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. expression, it's time to clean house. Now sometimes we mean that literally, our house is dirty and it needs to be cleaned. More often though, we use it symbolically to mean that things need to change. The implication is they need to change quickly or radically. Clean house means that it's time to smarten up, to straighten out, to fix what's broken, to set in order what's out of order. We're going to see Jesus' version of this in today's verses. Matthew chapter 21 verses 12 through 17 says, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, Jesus replied. Have you never read, From the lips of children and infants you, Lord, have called forth your praise? And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. The temple was the holiest site in all of Judaism. It was the place where the presence of God tangibly dwelled. Most people weren't even allowed in the building, it was so holy, but all devout Jews were expected to visit the temple regularly in order to make their sacrifices and to pay their tithes. At this time, a practice had sprung up where profit-hungry people had started selling animals and changing money in the temple courts. Rather than drag an animal across the country when you made your pilgrimage, it was easier just to buy it on site, but it happened at a ridiculous markup because you didn't have any other choice. You needed an animal to sacrifice. These were the only animals on site so people could charge whatever they wanted. When someone needed to pay their tithes or pay their temple tax in the temple currency, there were profiteers who would exchange your currency for you at an outrageous conversion rate. People were making a killing off of the devotion of true worshipers of the Lord, and Jesus will have none of it. He flips the tables, another gospel tells us that he drives out all the animals with a whip. Jesus shuts down what's happening in God's house. And he turns to the scripture to explain his actions. It is written that God's house would be a place of prayer, but people were turning it into a place of greed and thievery. Jesus came to clean house, and he does so literally in this passage. As he moves on from that scene, there are healings happening. Kids are shouting his praises. Hosanna to the son of David. We're reminded again that Matthew regularly points out a connection between Jesus and kids. But as this is unfolding, the chief priests and the teachers are not happy. They are not swayed. In fact, they are indignant. Even with healings happening right before their eyes, they are not even a little bit impressed by these miracles. Do you hear what these kids are saying about you, praising you and calling you the son of David? How dare they do so? That is their reaction. Not, hey, this might be the son of David because of the miracles he's producing. But Jesus turns the Pharisees to scripture. The word of the Lord is being fulfilled here in Psalm 8, which acknowledges that little ones will praise the Lord. Don't dismiss them. Pay attention to how scripture is unfolding here before your eyes. That is Jesus' response. 
But Jesus then pulls out of the city to spend the night elsewhere. That's enough excitement for one day. There's enough drama going on. His week is just gearing up, though. There is much more to come. Take some time to reflect on your own life today. If Jesus wanted to come and clean house in an area of your life, or your mind, or your heart, or your actions, your words, where do you think Jesus would give his attention? What would it take for you to clean house and pay attention to some of these areas? And what practical steps might you take towards that today?